How about what energy exercise do you want to do? How can you open up your diaphragm? I'll, I'll do the I'll do the say the number after me, okay? Quick as you can, quick as you can. Ready? Okay. Yep. Six. Seven. Two. Three. Seventeen. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm above average at that. You finally you finally nailed that after ten episodes. <laughs> I remember when we started doing the number exercises to sync up the audio and I'd say, say the number after me. Yeah. And I'd go, eight. And you'd go, uh, Apple. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you'd say, 32. And I'd go, ah, uh, pass. <laughs> Lifeline. <laughs> Actually, that brings me to a potential topic. Which Do you want to just hang... Do you want to just hang, keep the topic in the air? Because I want to just do a little special intro because we've reached a milestone. Yeah. 10 ep, and you obviously are aware of it because I'm as I'm looking at you on this Zoom chat, the entire background, you've filled it with helium balloons and clowns, which I love. You knew how to celebrate. And there's a sign behind you that says, congratulations. Ten don't praise the machines. Yeah. Oh, cost me a fucking arm and a leg that sign. Who would have thought way back on March the twenty second when the first episode dropped that ten weeks later we would be here? How the world has changed. It's been a very success. I think it's exceeded our wildest dreams. Well, yeah. Well, we we just said we did the first one and then we said let's just keep doing them once a week. Yeah. And you got to show up. I kept screaming down the phone. <laughs> I said, I kept saying, can we just do it next week? I thought they were annual. <laughs> no, there's no annual podcast. <laughs> I just thought it was a one-off. I thought it was like a classic album. <laughs> I thought we'd work on them for three years and then just do one. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's been good. Think of the memories. Think about Dub Cheeky Surprise, episode number three. Man. Think about episode number seven, Tree Lima Sticky Icky. I just got to adjust my labels slightly because sure. I, you, I, when I was trying to- Your confidence is so much higher now that you're coming in a lot hotter. I just blast. Way back in episode one. Yeah. You, so meek and mild. You, I, said, I said, welcome to the podcast, John. And you said, oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here on the podcast. <laughs> And I said, oh, we're going to have to work on that, but that's pretty good for a first try. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, John, we're here to talk about movies We agreed today. to do this show, so just stopping so timid. Come on, John. Now, we discussed this. We thought an easy first one might be, John, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. I'd say that probably my favorite uh, movie sh- is Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Excellent. Okay. I like Shawshank Redemption and pepperoni pizza. I like I like pepperoni pizza and Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Great. <laughs> it's not getting any better than that. John's just 
He's gone from Meek and Mild and Shawshank Redemption and Pizza, and now <laughs> his favorite movie is Blue Velvet, and his favorite food is Steak Tartare. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sophisticated twat now. Yeah. I just I just make four-hour podcasts sitting drinking whiskey and <laughs> talking about, talk to my dietician about my ketones. Put that Pepsi down. <laughs> that was always my encouragement to you <laughs> as we would do the podcast. <laughs> Put that Pepsi cup down. It's Pepsi Max. It's fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> it still gives you cravings for sweetness. Maximum cola taste with no sugar. <laughs> it's fine. Have you been working hard? Have you been having to shovel ham and cheese comfort croissants in your head? I've been uh, down in the law mines, just with my yeah, right, with my pick. I probably haven't had a day off in about <laughs> with your justice with pick, my justice pick, and my little my little uh, wig shaped hard hat on, and a little truth canary <laughs> in a cage, making sure that little truth canary doesn't keel over. <laughs> I think that works as a, as an analogy. <laughs> yeah, um, I think so too. What if I say? John, what's on your radar this week? Uh, I've got a couple of things. I've always got a couple of things rattling around in the old Tinker box. Yeah. I was watching TV last night. Pretty rare that I watch free-to-air TV, but when there's, uh, when I get home and I open a cold brewski, by which I mean a non-alcoholic beer, the, um, <laughs> the, the things that I will not go onto streaming services for, like I'll stay watching free-to-air TV, is if the X-Files is on because there's a couple of channels that play old X-Files apps, which I don't have streaming services that will give you that. So I like that. Or Antiques Roadshow. If I've had a long, stressful day and I just want to watch some idiot trying to find out what his little tchotchke that's been in the family for 100 years is worth. And uh, have some <laughs> toff value it. Give him a bunch. Of, <laughs> give him a bunch of facts about King James. Isn't this a marvelous thing? Where on earth did you get it? <laughs> exactly. Well, me mum. It got passed down from me mother. I think that me gran had it in a war. <laughs> We've just had it behind the cupboard for the last seventy years. But I thought antiques. Oh yes, yes. I thought antiques roadshow was coming here. So I thought I'd just bring it out. Well, aren't you a darling? It's absolutely fascinating. There's a, and there's always uh, it's a, there's always these kind of overlays of class, which I find quite fascinating because it's like rich people will just be like, here's something that, you know, my grandfather stole from one of the colonies and he'll be like, it's worth 80,000 pounds. And he just goes, oh, yes, thank yeah. you. And then, you know, he gets it's someone else with like a – ship in a bottle that's worth a hundred quid and they're like, Oh, you, you bloody kidding me. Yeah. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) And also the people that are appraising things are never like cockneys from Bethnal Green. It's never like, it's never, Oh, our expert on this is, is Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Right. I can't believe, I can't believe what you brought. Thank you so much for bringing this in. This is absolutely amazing. Like what you got here, I got to tell you, Mate. I haven't seen one of these in this condition for like for so many years, my man. Yeah. And I cannot thank you enough for bringing it in today. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's a little bit, it's a little bit. Whoa, it's a Georgian trunk, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
I've told you this before and I want to go on record. Fetterman's crutch tips are the finest, <laughs> the finest, <laughs> finest tips available. Before I um speaking speaking of show sponsors, so John uses crutches on a daily basis. Yeah. And as uh perhaps people aren't aware, but uh crutches have uh rubber crutch tips and they wear down fairly quickly, I think, compared to say people I don't think other people would be how how often do you need to replace a crutch tip, John? So if I wanted to if I just bought a pair from you know in the UK to be boots, if I just bought a pharmacy pair of crutch tips, I doubt they would last a week. Like they might last a few days. <laughs> and I'm fairly Wow, really? Yeah, that's if I'm being fairly active, but you know, typically I walk quite a bit, so I wear through them pretty quickly. Which makes you wonder who the hell is getting much use out of them. I don't know. So that kept happening and then I and then I'd got slightly more heavy duty ones which might last, you know, a few weeks, a month, anywhere up to a couple of months. Then my brother actually got sick of me like wearing through crutch tips and whinging about it. So he went online and found some like super super heavy duty ones. And these will last a year, sometimes more. Whoa. And they're quite, which is a long time. You know, as you say, they're not like a pair of shoes. Like that's that's a long time. And they've got like high-tech gel in them. Uh, and uh, the, you can get ones with like peace signs on the end instead of tr- normal tread. Wow. Uh, Do you know where the company is? Yeah, I think they're in Pennsylvania. So... Okay. Uh, it's one of those things where you just would never find them without the internet, but you know. Yeah. Do you want to do a little quick read for them, and I can put some um, some mu- I can put some music behind it in <laughs> post, and then we can it's we can idea. send it we can send it to them. Yes. So what would you what would you say about Fetterman's crutch tips? Well, let me bring up the website so I can give myself a little bit to say. <laughs> Fetterman's crutches. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it's good stuff. Hemp balm. Man, you can get all kinds of shit from this store. Um, I want to go on record, Al, and, <laughs> and I want to say, for my money, the best crutch tips available on God's green earth are supplied by uh, Mr. Thomas Fetterman, Fetterman's crutches. And... Uh, <laughs> And I've been using them now for nigh on a decade. Uh, sometimes I get the tornado air tips. Feels like I'm walking on a cloud. Uh, it make, makes me feel sorry for able-bodied people, to be honest, that they can't experience that kind of pleasure. Uh, can can you throw in a can you throw in a guys? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah, great idea. Guys, let's face it. When you're <laughs> When you're taking care of business, the last thing you want to think about is wearing through your crutch tips. That's why I go to Thomas Fetterman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. That's excellent. Let's see. Yeah, fuck. Tornado peace tips. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm not saying girls are into guys with crutches, but if there was any chance of that being... True. 
uh, it's going to be true with your tornado piece tips, I reckon. Because um, they're a sexy looking tip. Is there, is there a crotch tip for the more conservative leaning person with an American flag? Yeah, that's on it? true. <laughs> that's a, is it like QAnon crutch tip? That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> is 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 there a MAGA crutch tip? <laughs> Express yourself. But I normally go. I normally go with the uh, tornado tip. Or the performance RT gel rain tip. It's got an added layer yep. for your rain. Because uh, let's face it, um, you know, last thing you want when you're on a date or in a business meeting, and both of those things have happened to me, uh, is falling over in a wet puddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you, as as you as you sort of wipe you wipe the water from your face, you just think, if only I'd used Fetamins. Should have gone to Fetamins, and then it just fades to black. And then is there a, is do they have a tagline like Fetamins? Yeah, it's a good question. The guy Thomas Fetamins looks like a like a kind of uh, Tim and Eric extra. <laughs> he sort of looks like a weird version of Mark Hamill. And he's a crutch-using man, which is why oh, okay. he brings his lived experience to bear on the crutches, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, you can get leopard print ones. Imagine that. What would people think? Yeah, so there you go. Fetamins. There's nothing better when it comes to crutch tips. I don't want to be too COVID heavy, but... I'll give you one. Yeah, give me one. My next topic's (laughs) a little broader than that, but... It started, the, the kind of line of thinking started because I had the, I had the shot of the vaccine. I'm lucky, lucky to be able to say. And, uh, then I called my, then I, I missed an appointment to get a massage, right? Uh, like right. a kind of remedial massage. And right. so I called the massage place and I said, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it cause I've got a, I've sort of been booked in at short notice to have a vaccine and they said, oh, have you had it now? And I said, actually, yes, I, I've just had it, but I'm not back in the city. And they said, how do you feel having had it? This was just the guy that owned the place on the on the phone. Okay. And I said, yeah, I feel fine. And he said, oh, we've had a lot of people who have been have been made sick by the vaccine. And uh, and I sort of started to think, yeah, this is this is a little oh, fishy. No. And then yeah. um, <clears throat> and then I was like, well, not me. I feel fine. And he said, well, you won't be able to come in for uh, a couple of weeks because we treat getting the vaccine the same as if you've had the virus. And I was like, why why do you do that? It seems like the opposite of getting the virus. (laughs) And and he said, oh, well, you know, because people, they they still get sick and they can shed the virus. And I said, well, actually the Pfizer vaccine doesn't even contain the virus. And he said is that something they just told you, is it? Or did you do your own research? And I said, well, a bit of both. They told me that because it's factually correct. And, uh, and I actually, what I said was, 
I this so, is a phone got a conversation. Bit, yeah, and he didn't know me from a bar of soap. And because he's not the guy that actually does my massages when I come in, he's the guy that owns the place. Okay. And I was just kind of slightly incensed uh, to be to to have given all this money to these people who are pushing this horse shit agenda. So I said to him, like, I don't really know what kind of science that's based on, mate. And uh, and then and then he was like, uh, well, you can't you can't come in for two weeks. And so I don't think I'll ever wow. go there again because, and then, yeah, which is just, you know, it's fairly, it's fairly typical because, I mean, it's, it's not terribly surprising because this place is a myotherapist and myotherapy, I think is basically pretty legitimate, but it's kind of on the, you know, there's like a, there's like a, I always think of like with this kind of complementary health stuff, there's a continuum between say a physio on the one end of the spectrum and then like a like a reiki practitioner on the other end of the spectrum yeah okay and then there's a whole bunch of professionals who sort of sit somewhere along that spectrum and might be sort of infected with bullshit ideas even though part of what they do is legit yeah Yeah. and uh and they give me very good massages so i sort (laughs) of turn a blind eye (laughs) to their to their nonsense which is something i've done for years because i mean before them i used to get massages from this woman um who was excellent at giving massages but also had a bit of sort of hippie la la nonsense right. so at a, at a certain point in every massage she would say do you want me to do the bowls and what she meant by that was she had these kind of <laughs> you, uh, just, you said i think you've mispronounced that and definitely yes that's <laughs> it that's it yeah, I thought that was, that was the whole thing. Um, you said, you said. I thought that was the reason this is so expensive. <laughs> Happy ending bracket bowls. Um, and you said, yeah, please, go nuts on my bowls. <laughs> Have a day out, love, on the old bowls down there. <laughs> Uh, and uh so yeah she said do you want me to do the bowls yeah what she meant by that was uh was she had these kind of um uh she claimed that they were sort of uh, um from hundreds of years ago and they were from uh new zealand and they had sort of special properties so she would basically get me to lie down and she would she would do this thing where she'd kind of run a sort of implement over the bowls and make them kind of make a nice resonant sound and then dong them occasionally and then sort of, and then like wave it over my body. So I would get all the, you know, all the 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 nonsense rays. Yeah. All the vibe, the bowl vibes. So, so you said yes uh, to this. You said, yeah, do the bowls. Give me the vibes. Well, she, the first time she did it, like we had quite a nice rapport and I could tell that it meant something to her to do this. Like she thought, she liked to sort of have that as part of what she did. So maybe I'm, maybe I was, maybe it says something bad about me that I lack the integrity to be able to say, no, I don't want you to do the balls because they don't do anything. Um, and, but instead I was just like, yeah, you know, cause she was so good at what she did normally. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, yeah, go on, do the balls. Give us the balls. 
And so she, she just like as a little treat for her because I knew she liked giving me the bowls. And, uh, and so, you know, it's these kind of sacrifices that you make in, uh, in those businesses. Uh, when that person on the phone, do you said, how, how do you feel? You should have just said, I, I feel all right. I feel a little bit more autistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels good, except uh, I really, really want to buy the new um, Microsoft operating system. Uh, and <laughs> I've just gone in hard on all Microsoft products. I, I think I have autism, and also I've spent <laughs> thousands of dollars on Microsoft products in the last 24 hours. <laughs> so, but apart from that. Congratulations, everyone, on 10 episodes. Yeah, it's been a team effort. If you haven't received your episode 10 goodie bag yet, write in to our email. Uh... <laughs> it contains a VHS copy of True Lies, <laughs> a bottle of naught alcohol-free beer. Yeah, signed by a signed headshot of Bill Paxton, <laughs> a tape of... Informer by Snow. Yes. A, a Grimace fridge magnet. Yeah, Grimace fridge magnet. Uh, plush toy Noid. Avoid the Noid. Give us a shout and we'll get those. We'll get it out to DPTM you. DPTM goodie bags out to you. If you want to email us, you can always get us at don'tpraise at AOL.com. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Get a little shout out. <laughs> Thanks for being with us for 10 episodes. Thanks, everyone. And we're going to keep this thing rolling on. And we were shocked to discover from our analytics that we had 500,000 listeners <laughs> every week. That was... It's true. We don't know how it happened, but we think we we thank you guys for making it go so virile. Thanks, guys. I've been able to quit my job as a barrister, which I loathe, and be a full-time <laughs> podcaster. This is what you call manifesting. We want to thank you, everyone, for letting us be the pod men that we always dreamed we could be. <laughs> Two podmen. Two podmen. And we can't wait to see you at episode number 1000. Yeah. Um, it's actually coming up this year because I've really increased the <laughs> production schedule. Uh, I've told John do? we'll be doing several podcast episodes a day for the next year. Yeah. So it's Al Alexander Holland and John Maloney from the Don't Praise the Machine podcast saying bye. Bye.